Welcome to Extra Credit, hosted by the Rutgers University Office of Summer and Winter Sessions. Listen to hear from students as they share their experiences at Rutgers and some tips on how to navigate a condensed semester. Also gain the perspective of professors and learn more about the courses they teach. So thanks for joining us, Ansha. Uh, can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself, like your major, the year you graduate, stuff like that? Yeah, sure. So my name's Ansha Kazi. Um, I am a double major in uh, history and economics, and just this past semester I took on a business administration minor. Um, I graduate this May of 2021, so really looking forward to that. Awesome. So why did you choose your major? Was it like something that you were just good at and you went into? Did you, do you have a passion for it? And if so, like, how did you discover said passion? So it started off as I was very interested in both subjects. So I just sort of decided to study them. Um, But the two subjects sort of went hand in hand for me in many instances. Um, So in learning about economic theory and models, I was able to apply them to historical events. Um, So both majors allowed me to make connections with one another in order to better understand certain economic concepts or historical events better. Um, I also appreciated the varied forms and methods of research and analysis that both majors had helped me learn. Awesome. Good for you. So not everyone knows this, but Ansha actually works in the Office of Summer and Winter Sessions with Rosie and I. Um, We haven't been in said office in a while, but she still is affiliated, so she still works for us remotely. Um, so can you tell me a little bit about what you do? And I mean, obviously we know, but tell the audience what you do for us in the office. Yeah, of course. So, uh, I'm a student worker for the summer winter office. So in the office, what I primarily did was work on a lot of special projects and I was sort of like, um, the first person to talk to other students and faculty members to try to help them and navigate them through whatever their issues was. Um, especially with a lot of like questions and issues concerning summer winter classes themselves, especially leading up to the sessions. Um, so once we transition to working remotely, we tried our best to maintain that level of like customer service, basically. So while we're not answering phones and we're not able to get like that face to face interactions, we've tried very hard to be consistently um, respond respondent to the students through emails, um, trying to get back to them as soon as possible on any like questions they have on like billing or registration or just the classes themselves or just advice on scheduling. Um, so that's been great. I know that you do a lot more because I've asked you to do a lot more for me. Um, I know you guys do like one-off projects for people in the office too. I mean, you you do handle, I'm so thankful for it too, the customer service because um, we do get a lot of calls and emails and stuff and you handle it beautifully. So now that we know all about what you do, um, what are some useful things that you've learned while working with us and helping us out that you think that you could apply to your internship or that has helped you apply to internships that you've had? So the biggest thing is office etiquette, which was the thing that I was probably missing working virtually for my internship. Like I really lacked that corporate experience, get a chance to really experience that work environment, but I'd already gotten 
some of that through working with the Office of Summer and Winter um, and just like the daily interactions I had with everybody there um, and especially like talking to students and everything, um, just like email etiquette as well, being able to um, get back to everyone in time, being able to multitask, um, just I just feel like those are very reliable skills to have already sort of developed through my work as like a student worker and I was able to sort of apply that to my internship and so the transition I feel wasn't as hard as it might have been for other students who had no prior experience at all. Right well we're glad we could help you and that's great that you were able to learn that especially going to a virtual internship you know so glad we could help you. So speaking of virtual just you know, in general. Um, how have you taken to virtual learning at Rutgers? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Are you okay with it? Um, I'll be honest, in the beginning, it was it was tough. It was a very tough transition, um, especially because, like, I mean, I understand, like, professors tried very hard to maintain, like, a sense of normality, even in this situation, and so they would sort of... Um, really encourage class discussions more so than in-person classes um, to try students, like to get students to engage with one another, a lot more group projects and breakout rooms and stuff, which can get a bit awkward, especially if everyone is meeting each other for the first time. A lot of people kind of have their cameras off, their mics off. So you kind of have to find ways to break that initial barrier of like awkwardness for like every class. Um, but I, I found that like a good way to work through that is sort of encourage people to slowly at least unmute their mics. So if someone throws a comment out there in like a, a group project, you can kind of like hold on to that and be like, hey, that was a really good idea. Can you kind of elaborate on it? Or like, hey, I see where you're going with that and sort of expand on it or add on to it. And then you'll see that people will naturally start, you know, talking more and more, you know, or you can just sort of forego going straight to the project and spend a couple minutes just asking them about themselves be like hey what do you think of this class it's kind of weird you know sitting like this and just relate to them and you know we're all students here so I feel like it, it's a little easier to get along with them for sure yeah I feel like when you have face-to-face -face interactions it's like hard to hide you know like you have you're forced in a sense to like smile and talk and you know like engage but then you you know you have that mute button you have that camera off button and I mean I've used it too like in meetings and stuff because sometimes there's just like too much going on like my dog's barking the my sister's doing something in the kitchen my you know like sometimes there's just like so much going on that that's like needed or else I'm disrupt I'm like causing a ruckus you know in the meeting or wherever but I think um you know, when you can, it's always good to at least at minimum, like show your face, just show that there's, you know, like a person behind the computer, not a robot. We need that, like, I'm not a robot button just for like everything, you know? I mean, it, it's tough, definitely with like dogs barking around, my mom serving me fruit right in the middle of class or something. So, but like, I always try to make a point of just be like comfortable about it. Like if I see someone's dog in the background, I'll be like, hey, bring your dog over here right now. Like, it's great that we can actually have our pets be part of, like, meetings and classes. Like, I think that's a great thing. So, like, I always try to make people feel comfortable on, like, a call. I think that's a good strategy, yeah. Um, so what are some – that's how you communicate, right, with your 
fellow classmates, but what about communicating with a professor? Do you find um, like they're more open to email or they're, you know, or is it, is there any like best strategies, best practices that you use just to keep that communication open? I try to sort of maintain what I did in like a regular semester um, to get myself introduced to professors and that I would always show up to class a little earlier or stay back like a couple minutes at the end of class. That always kind of gives the professor a couple minutes to talk to the students without having the entire class there, without having to worry about, you know, getting through the lesson itself. Um, and I found it was kind of easier to talk to them when I logged on to like a Zoom call a couple minutes earlier because no one's really there yet. So it's just kind of us. And we kind of get the opportunity to make some small talk. And because my face is literally like right there, he knows who I am. Um, or one thing I noticed was a really good strategy is that you, you would notice, obviously, that a lot of students tend to keep their cameras off during live classes, which I'm sure is a little difficult for the professor because, like, it's their camera on versus, like, a class of, like, 50 kids, none of whom have their mics or cameras on. So being, like, one of the few people that do turn it on, I find that my face is a lot more familiar. So even if I do email them sometimes or come to office hours, they'll be like, hey, I know you. Um, so I feel like it's a better way to get them familiar with you. That's true. Yeah. I even think, too, like I've noticed in meetings and stuff, um, even if I have like a picture instead of just like that faceless icon that you're just defaulted with. If I put just, you know, like a picture in there or whatever, like from my LinkedIn or just, you know, like a cute, really like cute Facebook photo or whatever, you know, like an appropriate professional headshot. Um, I, I still think that's like better, you know, because it's it because so, sometimes, you know, like you can't like sometimes there's too much going on. So I it's I think it's less of a distraction just in general if my camera's off. But, you know, at least I can have like it puts a like a face to the blob, you know, to like just nothing. So I think there, it's hard, but there's definitely some workarounds too. Just log in a little early once in a while and be like, hey, about that last lesson we were talking about, just ask him a couple questions, make him feel like, you know, no one's just like dazing off with their cameras off. I feel like really makes a big difference, at least for the professors. Yeah, I mean, I think it's hard on the professors too, you know, like no one prepped them for this, you know, and no one prepped the students for it. It just like kind of fell that way. Um, but I mean, even a year into it, I think people just need to have that understanding, you know, so, but we'll see what happens. We'll see where 2021 takes us. So, so thanks for hanging out with us. We really appreciate you coming on and, you know, chatting with us about your experience. Um, just to tell everyone, Ancha uh, accepted a full-time offer from her internship and we are so proud and so happy of her. Yeah, no, thank you for having me on. I do miss you guys, you know. I miss being in the office. Like, I miss seeing everybody. So um, I was glad to be able to partake in this. Yeah, we miss you too. We hope to see you soon, but, you know, who knows. Um, so if not, best of luck with your internship. Um, I'm sure you'll be forwarding me emails from the main account. So I'll look forward to those. Um, yeah, and thanks again for coming on. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Extra Credit.